Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Back to the Futon. This is episode 68. And you know what? This is the first time I've ever done a live one on Twitch, which means people will be popping in and out. Maybe we'll get some FAQ type things. Maybe we'll, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of doing something new, trying something out. And in the future, I'll actually alert people that are Patreon people, that are Twitch members or YouTube members, just so they kind of know when it's going to happen. And there's light showing up already. But yeah, I'll be doing this live for this episode. And if it works out, if you guys enjoy it, if it's still quality when it comes to recording outside of the Twitch stream itself. Hell, maybe this episode will never even be seen by anybody in Back to the Futon. We'll see. What's up, Queen Zelda? How are you doing? So, uh, yeah, I want to start in with the fact that I've moved. Um, I mean, you guys have obviously seen that. My background is different. I have just a whole new setup. I've got new lights that I'm putting up in here that I got for Christmas. I have new sound foam that I need to put up around here to kind of make sure everything sounds good. I've got a lot of my game collection back here, which is really cool. Um, thank you, Queen Zelda. Yeah, it's it's really cool having my own place. Like, I know I've got a roommate, but it's still, this is my place, and that's just kind of amazing to me. And my office is very spacious, so when I actually get around to getting everything where I want it, I think it's going to be incredible, and there are so many different things I can do with it. What's up, Piri Nova? So, let's just dive in to some of the topics that I have planned, and the first one I want to talk about is, the first one I want to talk about, I can speak English, is um, just the move itself. Like, I'm, I'm glad it's over. The fact that we basically did most of the moving in two days, and the rest was kind of cleanup and just kind of basic small stuff to bring over and that's about it so it was really cool that it wasn't a huge huge pain in the ass like it normally is and thankfully jay's godfather helped us out with it so it didn't take a century house or apartment house i'm living in a house this is my house now so i have a house which means um you know, I'm not going to be able to quit <laughs> my job anytime soon to do YouTube full time, especially since YouTube has been absolutely murdering me lately when it comes to notifications and people just not being notified. Like I know there are definitely a lot of things that I have in my own control to make the channel better and I am a thousand percent going to be improving the quality of my videos. I will stop going to be moving here. This is going to be my new platform for streaming because I don't want to alienate people that are only there for the videos and then have them get you know annoyed enough from getting notifications that I'm live streaming to then leave. And I know I've done this in the past and I know I moved back, but the thing is, is I wasn't even having people get notified about my streams over on YouTube. I mean, I have 58,000 subscribers and when I have 30 people show up on YouTube, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is painful. How is this happening? That doesn't make sense. It, you know, if you look at it statistically, at least 1% should show up, right? So 1% would be like, what, 50 people? That wasn't even, that wasn't even happening. Is that even the right math? I don't know if it was the right math, but 
I want to come over here. I like the platform a lot over here. I like the fact that you can use emotes from other people's streams. That's really cool. So even if they're not subscribed to me, they're subscribed to somebody else, they can bring their emotes over. That's awesome. There's more emote variations over here. There's more ways to actually give back to the people that support me here. So like if you give me a certain amount of bits or you're a subscriber for a certain amount of time, I can give you more emotes and I can lock emotes faster than I can on YouTube. And there is like a path to becoming like a Twitch partner where you then start actually getting more of a cut. Whereas YouTube, always 50-50. It does not matter how many people you're bringing in. But here, if you bring in at least 75 people, and you get partnered, they start giving you a bigger cut, and they stop stealing as much money from you. And plus, over here, we get to steal from Jeff Bezos, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> really going on Twitch anymore, but I'm glad you're making the change to streaming. Yes, um, I'm glad you're coming over here, Jim. I'm glad, and I'm really happy about everyone that has actually followed me over to Twitch. It hasn't been a whole ton of people, but here, I don't feel pressured by viewership. I don't look at the numbers, I don't care. Just having anybody here, just having you guys hang out with me, that's all that matters. Like, just having a, a couple people show up and talk and hang out, that's what it's about. It's so chill. There's no stress involved. It's great. And that's why I like it over here as well. And, I mean, there's a reason that so many YouTubers stream here and not YouTube. Unless they're paid a metric shit ton of money, they're going to Twitch because they want to separate separate the two of them. I didn't think you'd be live streaming this early. Yeah, so live stream this early again just because I'm doing Back to the Futon 68 live solo podcast. And I will probably be streaming later as well. I'll be playing some Halo and whatnot on here. So come back later. Uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about was Christmas. It was great. It was a lot of fun. We went to this place called Winter Haven, which I believe I mentioned in my most recent video. And it was a ton of fun. We just walked around, looked at this entire neighborhood full of lights. I had like three different Christmases, four different Christmases. I don't know. Just going to all of our, you know, family members' houses and just saying hello and exchanging presents and doing whatever the heck they do at their house, whatever traditions they have, was a ton of fun. And now that I have my own place... We couldn't this year, but I want to next year start our own traditions just because I think it's kind of fun. I don't know. It's it's one of the few holidays that I really, really enjoy is Christmas. Now, that might be mainly because I have a week off during Christmas, which is right now what is going on. And the reason why I can stream early and the reason why I'm able to shoot this podcast right now and why I've been streaming so often and why I've been working on videos behind the scenes but haven't released anything yet. I will be. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, it's, it's given me a lot of, of time to continue to clean the house, to continue to unpack, get everything ready and kind of recharge. And it just, I don't know. I, I love this time of year. Plus it's like colder out. I like wearing jackets. It's very comfy. And I mean, you're getting hot cocoa. There's just so many great things about this time of the year, especially now that I don't work in retail anymore. I don't envy the people that work in retail. I feel very bad for those people. And that's why I made that video was because I was like, you know, there's still certain things that I hate about Christmas because of retail. But beyond that, it's still one of my favorite holidays just because of just the general relaxation around it. Yeah, YouTube is getting worse with everything over and over and over. What's your New Year's resolution? Now, I know it's very cliche. 
It's one of the most cliche ones out there. But I had gotten a really good exercise regimen down before COVID hit. And I know this like two years ago. Oh my God, that's been two years. But before COVID, every single day, I would join, well, it's my old company, but I would join them in the weight room slash exercise room. We would do 100 push-ups. We would do a ton of pull-ups. We would use like four or five different machines. This was all in our office, by the way. It was a small little room, but it had a lot of different things in it. It had like a multi-machine thing, a pull-up bar, and then enough floor space for like four of us to do push-ups and different workouts. So, I mean, I was cranking out 100 push-ups a day to the point where it wasn't even that big of a deal anymore. Like, it wouldn't leave me breathless. And I could crank out a solid, I think, 27 pull-ups in a row was my, like, the amount that I did the most. And then the amount just total after doing, like, five or six reps within, like, 20 minutes or probably, like, five minutes, honestly, because we were all waiting for each other was like a hundred and something pull-ups. It was absolutely fucking crazy. I was actually getting stronger and I want to get back to that. I want to get healthier. I want to start working out more. I want to stop being lazy sack of shit that I've been for the past two years. And before that, I mean, it took me a long time to finally get that regimen going. And I know the worst part is going to just be getting back into it and getting that routine. Once you get the routine, it's fucking easy. It's so easy. But getting that routine to stick that's the hard part because the very beginning there's like this breaking point. It's like it's like dark souls. It's the dark souls of life. Working out is the dark souls of life because in the very beginning there's this like huge steep learning curve is what we'll call it where you have to retrain and have your muscles relearn how to be used and it fucking hurts and it's not fun and you don't want to do it and you're exhausted and you're sore. But once you get past that, like after a couple of weeks, you start getting your form down, you start getting everything, you know, your muscles are like, oh, we're going to be doing this again. And your brain is trained like, oh, it's this time of the day, we're going to be doing these workouts and you're just fine. It's great. Love to bring your YouTube stream notifications to Twitch. What do you mean? I'm confused. Um, let's see. What was I talking about? I was talking about Christmas. I like the holiday. It's pretty great. Um, right now, speaking of winter time and Christmas and everything, if you're looking at buying like PC games, I mean, everything's on sale. It's absolutely crazy. Steam is having, excuse me, Steam's having a bunch of different sales right now. And Epic Games, I know everyone's going to groan. Everyone hates Epic Games and I don't blame you. It was a big scumbag move and still is whenever they get anything exclusive to Epic but you know what? If there's better deals to be had on a different platform, that's where I'm going to go for those deals. And plus, they're giving out a free game like every day until January something or other. So the fact that I've just been getting free games every single day is absolutely insane. I meant Glory to Anamon and the one Christmas... Oh, we do have Glory to Anamon. We'll play this in the pod... Oh, wait. It's on the... Okay, this is going to be weird for the podcast. Well, there's the beef one. There's the beef with the Joker. Uh, there's glory to Anuman. We do need the Christmas story clip, though. We also brought over Mace Windu. <laughs> I love that Mace Windu one so much. As soon as I saw that, I was like, that has to be... That has to be a part of it. Plus, the alerts here. I believe I still have the uh, dying Yoda 
because you have to have it. It's the dying Yoda. It's amazing. And if I don't, I'm going to go through all my alerts through stream elements because I started using stream elements instead of stream labs. YouTube, I'm still using stream labs just because I haven't had the time to set all that up, but I rarely stream on YouTube anyway. But I moved from, from stream labs to stream elements because stream labs is a fucking scumbag, worthless company. There, okay, so it didn't make the, the dead Yoda thing. Thank you, Light, for the 50 bits. But yeah, I've got the Christmas alerts right now. And I love how many free alerts, free themes, and how many free things just in general are with Stream Elements, where Streamlabs nickel and dimes the hell out of you and charges a monthly subscription. Just buy another game on Switch, Saints Row 3. How does that work? Is that working pretty well? The Butch and the Blade, what does that even mean? Can't stand Epic or the Epic Game Store, but I'll gladly take their free games. Exactly. And the thing is, like, like I said, the sales on Epic Game Store right now kind of phenomenal especially for indie games that have just come out and the fact that indie game developers actually make a lot more money on the epic game store so they have for if you spend 15 dollars or more in a game even if it's on sale you get a 10 dollars off coupon and you can use it infinitely so i just got inscription which just came out recently for six dollars i just got death store for six dollars and both are games that i've been really wanting to play and i love inscription by the way i fucking love that game so much it is so good. I haven't quite figured out the gameplay completely because it's like a roguelike mixed with like a horror point-and-click puzzle type thing. I love it though. I love it so much. It's so cool. What's up, Captain Crow? Hey, best choice, orange soda. <laughs> Did you get anything cool for Christmas? I got uh, these lights from my girlfriend. You can't see it, but it's like these panel lights and I have them clamped to my desk. That's why the lighting is so phenomenal in my streams lately. And um, I'm going to change my filming setup and put some stuff in the background so I can start at least shooting right here easily. So I can make videos easier because setting up the lights, setting up the camera, doing all these different things just takes away time that I could be making videos instead of plugging a bunch of stuff in, unplugging stuff. It's, it's a huge pain in the ass. So I'm trying to really streamline the at least video recording process but some of my upcoming videos are going to take a while to make because i gotta write scripts for them so tomorrow i'm going to be writing a lot i'm going to be planning out a lot hopefully i can start recording i was hoping to record something today i mean besides the podcast because i love this shirt it just says i have given up and there's just a picture of a dog i love it and this is another thing i got for christmas for my girlfriend um i got a vacuum cleaner for my for christmas I'm an old man, so that excites me, and I have a house, and vacuum cleaners are expensive, so I'm pretty happy about that. I got some new whiskey. I got, um, like, cask-strength whiskey, and I also got, my girlfriend got me the Quinta Rubin Glenmore G14. It's, I need to try it. It looks so fucking good. New lights, darn. Here, I thought you were the second coming of Jeebus. Well, I am that, too, but it's also the new lights. <laughs> you get a wireless solar phone charger. Comes with a cump ass and has a flashlight on it. Well, that's pretty cool. But yeah, um, Christmas was pretty cool this year. I still have all the lights up. We're going to keep them up to, I guess, January 6th or something like that. I guess that's like a tradition for Jay's family, but, you know, that's fine. Um, let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Because I was going to do a year in review, but and I was going to talk about Halo Infinite. So I'm going to start with uh, the sex shop story first because... Recently went to a sex shop, 
because we've seen it like a thousand times. It's like right before the interstate. And I had never been in a sex store before. I'd always wanted to, but I'd never actually done it because, you know, for the longest time, it's like an awkward thing. Like, it just seems like a weird and awkward thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like, I guess in the past, I'd feel weird about it. But when I, as soon as I walked in, I was like, I don't feel weird at all. I don't feel awkward. I must be old. I'm too old to give a shit, I guess. I don't know. The employees were really cool. They didn't make it weird. And the store itself was like really clean. Like it looked like it reminded me of like a Hallmark store. Isn't that weird? It was like a Hallmark store, but it was like a sex store. It was really strange, but there's like a lot of like outfits and stuff. And I, for some reason, pictured that there'd be like porn all over the walls and there really wasn't like there was like softcore type stuff just because it is a sex store. But there was like nothing that weird, you know, it was it was completely different from what I thought it would be. And also get this. They <laughs> they sell G fuel there. Like, out of all the places to sell canned G Fuel, I did not think a sex store would have it. And I wasn't looking around the store for it. We were checking out. And I, I see in the fridge, there's cans of G Fuel. I'm like, you guys you guys have G Fuel here? You guys are selling G Fuel in a sex store? I never thought what that would happen. But I fucking love it. I think it's hilarious. And I'm glad it was there. Depends on the store. You see a store with the sign that says Triple X Bookstore. It's going to be trashy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a nice place. This was a really nice place. You could tell. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, that was so funny. Gamers have sex? What? I mean, like, I guess I do when I'm a gamer, but I don't know. As I'm drinking G Fuel. Ah, not sponsored. Wish I was, though. Um, But yeah, I thought it was just a really funny thing to see in a sex store i have not gone to one of those cd sex stores yet i don't think i ever will i don't really want to waste my time going to something creepy where i feel like i have to be packing heat i don't know that seems seems like not such a great idea so i'm gonna go ahead and skip on that but yeah it was it was really funny g fuel helped me get through covid faster well that's good to hear I don't think I drank COVID, or I didn't think I drank COVID. I don't think I drank G Fuel when I was, when I had COVID. No. I was just so miserable. I just kind of laid in bed and died all day. Sex Shop Story sponsored by G Fuel. I fucking wish. That'd be great. That'd be so funny. There's an adult store in the middle of my town. It's weird. Most sex stores are shit. Most sex stores are a nightmare. But this place... Like, from the outside, you can kind of tell it's not one of those brick, awful buildings. It looks like a store. I know that sounds weird, but I feel like most sex stores are like the weird XXX bookstores. And they're that brick building with no windows. Whereas this store, windows everywhere, it was like a Hallmark store. Seriously. Will you ever go back and beat Skyrim? I've been playing it on here. I've been playing it here. You gotta come to more streams, man. I uh, streamed it not too long ago. I think it was a couple days ago. I was playing some more Skyrim, um, the survival mode, loving it, loving it. I know I started over and the game's a billion hours long, but I love the survival mode because it's like, it feels like a completely different game now that there's a new way to play it. The fact that you have to eat, the fact that you have to sleep, the fact that you have to sleep to level up, all these different things were really cool. 
31 games are coming to Game Pass next year. Well, that's cool. Hopefully, there's a lot of good ones, because I'm sure they could put a lot of junk on there just to make that number sound good. Um, talking about streaming, Halo Infinite. So, I've been streaming a lot of Halo Infinite. I'm loving the game. It's one of my favorite Halos by far. It's not my favorite Halo. I don't want to say favorite by far. It's gameplay-wise, it just feels so satisfying to play. It is so just the combat is just so clean the movement mechanics and everything are phenomenal i love the sliding i love that you can sprint but it's not too fast i love the grappling hook i love that all of the new armor abilities are a things you have to pick up b nothing is broken or annoying there's none of these different powers where i'm like god i wish that wasn't in the game whereas when reach came out and you just have an armor ability Armor lock pissed me the fuck off. Like, I know a lot of people out there are completely fine with armor lock. I'm not one of those people. I fucking hate armor lock. It's terrible. The clone thing was dumb. The jetpack thing was relatively worthless because you're so slow in the air that you're just getting domed. Yeah, I don't know. Reach was a fun game, but it had a lot of flaws. This game, when it comes to gameplay, nearly flawless when it comes to gameplay. When it comes to the game itself, however... The progression system still sucks. It's still awful. You can't track your fucking KD. What? What? Halo 3? All the way back to Halo 3, all the way back to Halo 2, you could track everything online and Bungie.net. You could look at all of your medals. You could look at every single game you played. I think Halo 3 is the one that introduced heat maps. So you could see where you were getting killed and where you were getting kills the most on the map. There were just so many different breakdowns and things that were phenomenal. Why is it gone? Why is there no file sharing? Why is there no forge? Why is there no co-op for the campaign? Why is that delayed? Why are there so many things missing? Why is everything locked behind a paywall when it comes to unlockables for your armor? I don't care if it's free to play. I would have happily paid for it if it meant none of these bullshit free to play elements were shoved into it. I mean... Even the Battle Pass, I like that it lasts forever if you buy it, but I fucking hate that there's no premium currency included in the Battle Pass. So you can't get the next Battle Pass for free, and you can't buy anything from the store unless you spend more money. And I think that's just fucking ridiculous. That's so stupid. What's trash? I don't think it's trash. I don't think it's trash. I think it's... I think there are definitely issues with it, but... I don't think it's trash. Like I said, the gameplay, phenomenal. The servers, however, Jesus Christ. I don't understand what the fuck's going on. I don't get how big team battle just does not seem to work every other day. Like, it it, it just doesn't, and I don't know why. I mean, the other game modes, pretty much every single other game mode besides big team battle has been working just fine, but when I want to play with a bunch of people, which is every single time I stream... I can't, and that's really frustrating. I'm hoping they fix it soon. I would have paid 70 bucks for a completed game with a co-op campaign, Forge, and more multiplayer features. As much as I hate the $70 price tag, and I'm so against it still, I would be I would be very tempted to spend 70 bucks for that, for sure. Because what we got is still a great game, but has so many flaws because it is free to play with a multiplayer, and because they rushed the campaign 
with no co-op and they rushed the multiplayer with originally no playlists like what are you doing oh call of duty vanguard multiplayer that's trash yeah 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 yeah. that's awful call of duty is just a trash franchise like it has gone downhill so much it is and plus with everything that we know about activision blizzard like i ethically can't support them anymore like fuck that company fuck all activision games fuck blizzard games i mean blizzard like i could see somebody being tempted into buying a new Call of Duty game, I can see the appeal, you know, it's, if they really like the series, and they're really addicted to that gameplay, I get it, okay, but Blizzard, like, is just a worthless company at this point, I mean, World of Warcraft has been dead for the longest time, there's zero reason to pay for a subscription, just play on a private server, which I'm actually thinking of starting to do, but I have no time, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I did find a Wrath of the Lich King private server. That was my favorite expansion. That was the peak of World of Warcraft. I fucking love Wrath of the Lich King. So I might... I don't know. We'll see. I might start streaming that possibly tomorrow. But I do need to fucking start working on new videos because... It's been like four days since I've uploaded something. And I don't like having these long periods of time in between, but I also want my next video to be a highly polished, uh, good production value type video. So we'll see. I might have another filler video in between that has less production value. And when I say production value, I mean writing. I mean, I'm still going to edit the shit on my videos like I always do, but I mean, I don't know. Um, it was a lot of fun. And Blizzard, like I said, there's, there's no value in that company anymore. They're not making a new StarCraft game anymore. Diablo 4 looks okay. Diablo 2 Remastered. Why can't companies make remasters anymore? Can somebody riddle me that? Why can nobody make a remaster of a video game? You're taking a game that already exists, and you are just doing what modders have been doing since video games have been created, and making it better. And yet, people that aren't paid to do it, and just do this as a passion project are doing a thousand times better than the people that are being paid a salary and the companies that are making millions of dollars off of these properties. I don't understand it. I just don't... I What the fuck happened? I swear to God. PlayStation 3, 360 era, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, like, there were some fucking amazing remasters. Some of the remakes that have come out recently, like Resident Evil um, 2 fucking amazing so what the fuck happened i don't understand i mean even playstation 2 games were getting remade and it looked great spyro crash like they were doing a phenomenal job what the fuck happened all they did was make diablo 2 hd and widescreen and they fucked it up how do you do that the servers were not working the game was not working i mean even pewdiepie was talking in one of the streams like yeah they fucking scammed me and they wouldn't refund me fuck blizzard what a piece of shit company seriously good lord they can't even warcraft 3 reforged how did you fuck that up it's they barely even yeah exactly macho man just brought it up right when i did warcraft reforged was a fucking atrocious nightmare they should have been sued for that because they lied over and over and over about all the different features guess who else should be sued rockstar definitive edition my ass the trilogy terrible i'm not even going to bother playing those games in that definitive trilogy of gta games because i don't want to ruin my memory of the games they added more bugs are you fucking kidding me what is going on 
What is going, why are they not spending any money on these things? Get competent people to do it. There's so many different studios out there that only make remakes and they're fucking amazing. Give it to one of them. Whoever did Demon's Souls, phenomenal, so good. Yeah, GTA San Andreas is on Game Pass, but it's not even worth my time. It's not worth the hard drive space. I'm not wasting my time with that dog shit. Fuck that game. Saints Row 3 Remaster is okay. You know, it's pretty good. But I just... Yeah, they keep dumping off to third-party companies. But that's what they did with Demon's Souls. That's what they did with a lot of different games. It's like they give it to another company, but they're not giving it to competent companies. I guess the company, they gave GTA Trilogy Remastered three of... Like, the games that put Rockstar on the map. They didn't give a fuck about their own IP enough that they gave it to, like, a mobile phone game company. Like, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit, and it's fucking painful. Isn't that the mobile port? Yes. They're so fucking half-assed. They used an algorithm to upscale a lot of things, so they they misspelled and fucked up the graphics of a bunch of different things. They screwed up their own jokes in the game. They lost half of their music because they lost the license and were too fucking cheap to rebuy it. There are so many different issues with that trilogy. And with Blizzard, and with all these different giant companies that AAA games are just a fucking joke at this point. I'm so done. I'm so done with most AAA games. I, Whenever people ask me, what are you excited about coming out? I always have a difficult time coming up with something. Because it's really difficult for me to be excited about video games anymore. Because they just keep launching in this broken fucking mess of a state. Battlefield 2042... Fuck you, EA. Jesus Christ. DICE doesn't know how to make a Battlefield anymore. It's been two games since they've made a good one. Battlefield 1 was pretty good. And when it came out, it was like kind of fun, but it was also really grindy and the progression system was not much fun. I would argue that the progression system is, I would almost say worse in Battlefield 1 than it is Halo Infinite. It was really boring. The skins you got were crap and they were loot boxes. I mean, the gameplay itself, the sound design and everything, phenomenal. I love that game now. Like, going back and playing it, the graphics are still top tier. It still looks amazing. It still feels amazing. I just played it recently um, when I played 2042 and did my impressions video on that. And people got salty at me and then it came out. And it was a broken fucking disaster. And they're like, it's a beta build. It's just an alpha. It's three months old. I'm like, bitch, every single time they say that. It doesn't matter. It launches in this horrible, broken state. Exactly. The problem is people keep buying them. And my next video, I think, is going to be exactly about that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be about broken games are going to keep launching, and they're going to be more frequent, and it's your fault. I'm going to probably just title it, Broken Games Are Your Fault, because they are. They are the fault of people that keep fucking buying them. Battlefield 2042 and Cyberpunk 2077 are some of the most purchased games on Steam and have made the most money out of most games this year. Fuck that. That's ridiculous. Cyberpunk is a piece of trash. Fuck that game. It was sold by lies more than Fable was with Peter Molyneux. Because at least Fable was a fun working game when it first came out. Yeah, it had bugs. Yeah, it had different issues. And yeah, he lied about a fuckload of different features that were never in the game. But guess what? I still had fun with it. Cyberpunk was a bland, boring awful first-person shooter with characters I didn't give a shit about and a story that didn't suck me in. It just was not fun. It was not immersive. And the thing is, is it wasn't immersive because 
the NPCs that are supposedly, they have their own lives. You remember that lie? The NPCs that are so varied that you'll never see a multiple, like another one that's the same. Completely lies. Just walking around in circles and shit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Elden Ring. Okay, I am excited for that. From Software has not made anything bad yet. Um, the next-gen update of Cyberpunk 2077. I've played on the PC, man. I've played on the PC. I'm telling you, you're not missing anything. Starfield. That could be cool, but Bethesda... I don't know. Fallout 76? I didn't really like Fallout 4 that much. Remember when movies were ma well-made and so were games? Just good, well-made media, no agenda pushing, no politics, just good finished entertainment. I'm trying to think of video games that have pushed a lot of politics and a lot of big movies that have pushed politics this year. I really can't think of any that were like overtly annoying. I, I genuinely can't. Like you could argue Battlefield 5, but that was like forever ago. When they had like people with like missing limbs that were in the the army and just completely lying about different characters and just shoving in female soldiers where they didn't belong even though there were female soldiers in the army or in the resistance and they could have done stuff like that but they just chose not to and they just shoved them in random battles spider-man best movie of the year you know i thought that too and then i saw it again and i don't know it just it didn't hold up the second viewing as much as spider-man 2 did for me I just fucking love Mysterio and Jake Gyllenhaal's performance and there's just so many different things that were just great. And even though there are plot holes, the plot holes in Spider-Man 3, holy shit, they were as big as the rifts of the multiverse. Good lord. There were so many different things. I was like, just do this. Just do this. Why did this happen? Like, I don't want to give any spoilers, but good lord. There were some things that happened in that movie that were uh, questionable, to say the least. Um, still a good movie, don't get me wrong. It was enjoyable. I liked seeing all the villains and stuff. I liked seeing the different Spider-Mans, but good lord. So many different issues. It's going to be Fallout 4 in space? Good lord, I hope not. Can't do it. What's funny of saying way of... It's a funny way of saying a functional game. Yeah, right? I don't know when that's going to even happen. I don't know when Cyberpunk's going to be a functional game. Because even when it was pretty functional when I was playing it. It just wasn't fun. The gunplay isn't satisfying. The loot system is okay. The world just doesn't feel good. And the wanted system sucks. I don't know if they fixed that, but cops are just fucking spawning near you and they wouldn't actually have police chases. I don't think they still do. And the, all the like gameplay parts that were like cutscene gameplay parts, you know what I mean? Where it's like on rails, they're all scripted to fuck. Like you couldn't even pull a trigger and the things are going to blow up. It doesn't matter. There's so many different issues with the game, fundamentally. Like, I mean, one of the best characters dies immediately. Like, you get to know one of these characters more than any other character that I've encountered so far. And he's just gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Instead of cops appearing, a drone will appear first and look for you. And then the cops will start spawning. They didn't fix it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, I don't understand how these companies can keep getting away with this. They, I think they did get sued, but it was like such a small, paltry amount of money that it doesn't matter. And that's what keeps happening with these companies. They'll do something bad. They'll get caught. 
they'll get negative publicity, they'll get sued, but the amount of money that is taken from the lawsuit is next to nothing, and there's like no ramifications for what they've done. And it just keeps happening. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Hate it. Pre-order culture is how these companies get away with it. It's not just pre-order culture, it's the backlash to the backlash. And I'm either going to call my video that, or broken games are your fault. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to tackle the video. I'm going to start writing it tomorrow. But the fact that there are so many outlets and people that have a backlash to the backlash is so fucking frustrating. The fact that I keep seeing people defend Cyberpunk 2077 or defend Battlefield 2042 is painful. Like, I see these articles, I still enjoyed, despite the bugs, I enjoyed Battlefield 2042. Despite the hatred, Cyberpunk 2077 is still the best-selling game. You didn't need to tell me that most of the population is stupid people. You didn't need to tell me that. I already knew that. Um, but it is very just sad that it just is continually confirmed that the the general, I don't know, the general masses are just stupid, and it makes me sad, because it's just going to continue to make video games worse. If you look at all of the, like, top-grossing games, they're all free-to-play games, because people are stupid, and it really sucks. Like, they're just going to keep doing it. They're just going to keep making games worse, because they can get away with it. <laughs> Did you get sued by Fanta? I've not been sued by Coke. No, they don't give a fuck. Go for the clickbait. Broken games are your fault is a good one. I might do that. And just talk about backlash to the backlash. Fallout 76 actually loads sometimes. Why is it getting all this hate? Yeah, right? There have been so many articles about how Fallout 76 is actually fun now. After years of being out. Like, that was two houses ago that I played Fallout 76. And I remember when they made the fucking Battle Royale. Oh, it was terrible. And then, like, people got so upset at me for hating on the Battle Royale when it was 100% a terrible game. Oh, my God absolutely sad if companies faced prison time for this i guarantee you it would stop happening yeah the thing is is like companies are considered people in some respects so they try to be considered people legally but when it comes down to when laws are actually enforced they're no longer people they're no longer people the only reason they want companies to be the people is because they want the company to take the brute of the law enforcement or the lawsuit whereas the executives and the CEOs and all of those people are shielded by this massive corporation and they can do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, it's ridiculous that Bobby Kotick is still CEO when he has sexually assaulted and harassed people and threatened to kill people. And he's out here saying, you know, it's very, you gotta believe me how serious I am about cracking down and making this a no nonsense thing. And, you know, people aren't going to be sexually harassed here anymore. Shouldn't fucking happen in the first place. And bitch, you fucking did it. You did it too. Absolutely ridiculous. Microsoft Flight Simulator Game Pass Console Edition looks beautiful from what video I watched. Yeah, it's good. I played on my Series X and it's great. I love my Xbox Series X. It It's seriously like... It's so funny how I flip-flopped. And this happens. This happens. You know, opinions change. I'm a person. If you are a, a smart human being... You will allow outside things to, you know, the more you learn, the more information you take in should, in fact, affect your opinion on things. And the fact that PlayStation 5 has really not come out with anything that I give a shit about 
I haven't plugged in my PlayStation 5 since I've moved. It's just sitting over there gathering dust because there's really nothing on it that I care about. Like, there's a couple games that I do want to play, but not enough to be bothered to plug it in. You know, I mean, there's there are definitely things I want to play on it, but like somebody asked if I'd beaten Ghost of Tsushima. I've not beaten Ghost of Tsushima. I would love to play that game again, but I just have so many games, other games on Game Pass and my Series X and PC that have come out that I'm really excited about. So I don't know, not not super excited. Best games nowadays are made by the Japanese or indie games, or indie companies. I mean, yes and no. I mean, the thing is Nintendo... I, I don't know what the hell happened, guys. Nintendo makes some amazing games. Breath of the Wild is great. Super Mario Odyssey is great. But goddamn, like, they haven't made a good new entry to Mario Party. The new one doesn't count. The Super Mario Party, whatever, that's the old games remastered. But they did a remaster well, at least. It should have been a lot more boards, in my opinion, and a lot more mini games. but I digress. They haven't made a good Mario Party since, like, 8. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. That is not subjective. That is objective. That is an objective fact. Mario Party 9, 10, all the different ones where you're in a fucking car. Nobody likes those games. And if you do, I don't know what's wrong with you. That's not how board games work. When you're playing a board game with people, you don't move all the pieces at the same fucking time. That doesn't make any sense. That's not fun. That's stupid. And... The newer, the newest one, like the newest mainline entry, is so slow, it is so boring, the boards suck, and it didn't have multiplayer for like the longest time. Or online multiplayer, I should say. Absolute crap. Yeah, Square Enix has made some absolute garbage, and they've published some garbage. Uh, Balan Wonderworld, or whatever the fuck it was called, is terrible. Terrible. Yeah, Anthem's terrible, Evolve is terrible, and uh, Turtle Rock Studios, who made the mediocre game Back for Blood has been bought by Tencent, which it sucks that another studio has been acquired by Tencent, but Turtle Rock sucks, so I don't really care. Like, it's whatever. Like, they made Evolve, and then it took forever for them to come up with Back for Blood, and it was just a worst Left 4 Dead. Whatever. Don't forget Agents of Mayhem. Good lord. Isn't that studio dead, too? That game flopped hard. Yeah, they got bought by Tencent. I don't know why. I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone that's still playing Back for Blood. I really don't. I uninstalled it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. Let me double check. I don't want to lie here. I'm pretty sure I uninstalled it because I wanted the hard drive space back. And I'm like, I'm not going to want to play this again. I'll just play Left 4 Dead. Uh, maybe I didn't. Let's see. Oh, no, I still have it here. I still have it. Let's see. And... Now I don't. Now I've uninstalled it, because I've not played it since it first came out, and the only reason I played it when it first came out is because I want to see how it was, I was going to make a review. Didn't wind up making a review, because I don't want to play it anymore. It was just not fun, and people didn't give a shit about it after the first couple weeks. So the time it would have taken me to make the review, people had already stopped playing it. So I would have gotten five views, and uh, yeah, absolutely terrible. Not a good game, it doesn't feel satisfying to kill zombies, I don't like so many of the mechanics, I think the blood looked like shit. Yeah, awful. I have it installed in case... Uh, it's gone now. You can uninstall it. You can free up that... <laughs> you can free up that space. Bandai Namco makes the great games. Well, they published Dark Souls. They didn't make Dark Souls. That was from software. But they did publish Dark Souls. And the Dragon Ball games are really hit and miss. There's some good ones, but uh, there's also a lot of bad ones. 
live stream flight simulator console edition what the hell would i do that's the thing flight simulator is such a great game in concept but there's no real goals or gameplay like it's just flying I, I was excited about it and i was like why am i excited about this and then i started playing it I'm like oh wow it looks amazing wow this looks like the airport i fly out i fly out of all the time this looks like this i can see my house from here and then the uh i was done i was done Time Splitters 3 in the making. It's hard for me to get excited about revived IPs when so many of them have been revived and then flopped hard. I mean, I can't... What's an IP that revived after forever and was actually good? I mean, Ukulele is basically Banjo-Kazooie revived, but it was okay. Um, Duke Nukem was terrible. The new Crash game I heard was just okay. I don't know. God, my nose is so itchy. Simulators like Flight Simulator are more training to be a pilot. If it was Combat Flight Simulator, that'd be fun. Make another one of those. The second ukulele was good. Wasn't it the side-scrolling one? I would love for a Max Payne 1 and 2 remastered edition. I wouldn't, because I don't trust Rockstar. I don't want them to murder the first and second game and make them worse somehow. Am I alone in liking Max Payne 3? Because Max Payne 3, I had a lot of fun with. I thought it was a great game. I don't think it was a perfect game, but I thought it was fun. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. But uh, if we want to take a look back before I uh, wrap this up. 2021. Year in review. Now, I genuinely can't remember what came out this year. If we're going to talk about video games, no clue what games came out in 2021. Let's find out. Games from 2021. Here we go. Uh, Halo Infinite. Phenomenal way to close out the year. Resident Evil Village, I own that, got that for 20 bucks. I keep saying, I don't know, I keep telling you the price of, I paid for it, but I thought it was a damn good deal, so I just keep saying it. I'm looking forward to playing it. I've heard great things about it. I've heard not so great things about it, but overall, I think I'll like it. Deathloop, uh, didn't look like my cup of tea. Hitman 3, I will be getting the whatever gold edition whenever that drops, like 20 bucks, because I love the Hitman series so much. The new Hitman series. The old one I never really experienced. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure I'd like it. But, you know, there you go. Uh, excited to play Hitman 3, but I haven't played it. Returnal. Looks like a great $20 game at some point. Ratchet & Clank. Another one. Another $20 game at some point. I know that's going to break some people's hearts, but, you know, that's how I feel about it. Metroid Dread. I feel the same way. It looks like a Metroidvania game that uh, has already been made before. I'm sure it's fun, but uh, I'm good. Forza Horizon 5, I love that game, I absolutely love that game, it's so much fun, I just like picking it up, doing a race, doing some random shit, it's such a great game, such a good time, it takes two, I'll be playing without my girlfriend very soon, I've heard it's phenomenal, fuck take two, um, Psychonauts 2, I played a little bit of that game, I need to play more, because from what I've played, I'm going to love the game. I love the visual style. I love the art direction. I love what's going on in the game. The characters are really interesting. I never even played the first one, but it doesn't matter. I'm still already sucked in. Monster Hunter Rise, I've been wanting to get into this series so bad, but none of my friends will get into it, and I don't have the time. Guardians of the Galaxy looks like a great $15, $20 Game Pass game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I've heard it's good. Yep. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I got that for like 15 bucks or whatever. 
Joker just subscribed with Prime. Well, thank you, Joker777. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'll be uh, live streaming again later tonight. Appreciate it. What's up, Jay? It's been three months now you've been subscribed on here. That's pretty cool. But thank you, Joker777. You're now in the podcast. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I'll play that at some point. I do have it on the Xbox Series X slash Xbox One. I'm looking forward to playing that remastered. I've heard that they actually did a lot of great work in that, and it didn't look like a broken mess. So hats off to them for being able to pull that off. Far Cry 6, not even close to interested at all. Don't care. Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury came out this year? Are you serious? February. Oh, that's why. Wow. Well, I'll pick that up for 20 bucks. Maybe someday. Back for Blood, not great. Kina, Bridge of Spirits, maybe someday. Death's Door, I just got that recently. Looking forward to playing it. Battlefield 2042, what a fucking mess. Inscription, love it so far. Need to play it more. Uh, let's see, what else has come out? Anything else of note? Uh, Valheim, that took the world by storm and then was quickly forgotten after a couple months, but it looked it looked like the end game and middle game was a lot of fun. I played the very beginning of it. Had a lot of fun. Nobody showed up to my <laughs> live streams of it, which kind of killed my enjoyment and is another reason why I've left YouTube when it comes to streaming. Because on here, I would happily stream it and not give a fuck about how many people show up. Um, Knockout City was bland. It was okay. Unpacking. Jay, almost 100% of that game. I'm sure someday she'll go back to it and play it again and 100% it. Mario Party Superstars is just the old good ones because they can't make a good one anymore for some reason. But it looks neat. I look forward to playing it. And is that it? I'm sure there are other games that I forgot about. Oh yeah, Outriders came out. Nobody gave a shit. That wasn't very good. Yeah. That's about it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that was of any note. Little I played of Death Stores so far is great. The only two good game series 2K makes is NBA 2K and Borderlands NBA 2K for me, too much microtransactions, too EA. The uh, sports franchise games are just a nightmare nowadays. The only game that I hold any love for in my heart is FIFA 15 because it has introduced me to so many great artists from Madion to Joywave to Saint Motel. So many, It has nothing to do with the game. It's just the, the music they decided to put into it really hit me in a certain way, and I love so much of the soundtrack. It's so good. Yeah, NBA's on a downslide for sure. For sure. With all those microtransactions, the slot machine, the card packs, all the different things that EA is doing. 2K Games is just as bad as EA, and they've somehow snuck past the radar. Oh yeah, Chivalry 2 came out. That was pretty fun. I'll have to play that again. I'll have to play that again. I'll have to play that game again someday. I just... I don't know, I just haven't had time to play it, and I'd like to get a group together. I don't know if Jefferson has it, or who in the chat right now has it, but I would 100% love to do that. Overall, my life this year, though, just to finish up the podcast and everything, 2021 was kind of a fucking stellar year for me when it comes to my life. I mean, I met... My amazing girlfriend. Like, I'm not just saying that because she's watching. Like, I was going to say that anyway in the podcast because, seriously, like, life-changing, amazing relationship. 
I mean, I've never been this happy before and amazing, just phenomenal. So happy. I'm so glad I met her. She's my best friend, love of my life, fucking awesome, just wonderful person to be around. And I, I didn't think the year could get any better. And then I got a new job. So I'm not getting paid less than a teacher anymore. I'm getting paid about the same as a teacher now. So that's okay. My, my pay has gone from dog shit to I think I can support myself now and not have to worry if I do badly in a month of YouTube. <laughs> um, and then this new house. Like this this new house. It's just been a fucking amazing 10 out of 10 year. Like it sucks we're still in the pandemic. It sucks that I'm not doing YouTube full time yet. That I haven't been able to come up with a new series that people can watch. That, you know, I mean, there's plenty of things I could complain about, but overall, 2021 was just a fucking stellar year and probably one of the best years of my life, honestly. I mean, I think, I, did I get my new car this year? I think I even got a new car this year. Well, it's not new, it's used. I bought it off my stepdad. Did I buy it this year or last year? It might have been last year. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I'm going to put it into this year. I can honestly tell you, tell you're happier these days, as Hallmark as that sounds, you can tell. Well, thank you, Joker. I am. I genuinely am. You can you can see how fucking miserable I am in my older videos and you can tell that I'm going through some shit. Um, and I still, I still have bad days, don't get me wrong, but those days are far, few and far between. And it's great. It's awesome. It's a good time. Love it. Tales from YouTube, a new series. Make success out of YouTube shortcomings. I don't know how I'd do that. I don't know how I would do that. What I can say, though, is if you guys want to send me any ideas on Discord, for the love of God, please do it. Seriously. Like, send me new ideas on Discord. There is a section on Discord for video ideas. I'm hoping this is going to work. I have no idea. There you go. Join the Discord, for the love of God. Oh, Light did it, too. Please join the Discord if you haven't already. I am on there, not as frequently as I'd like to be, but I'm definitely on there almost every day. And I'm always checking that video ideas section. That is going to make the channel so much better. Yeah, the the video suggestion tab. I check it all the time. Please, if you've got any ideas, if there's like news that I haven't seen, even if you think I might have seen it, I might not have. I'm not as in tuned with video game news as I have been in the past because I'm actually doing other stuff instead of just sitting on my computer all day. So anything you guys have, throw it at me. No ideas are bad ideas. Holy fuck, Joker. Ending the stream with five gift subs. Thank you so much. Holy shit, Joker. God damn. What a way to end the podcast. Holy fuck. Thank you, Joker77. Five gift subs for the community. Let's see. So congratulations to Night Cheese, Flex Raptor. Aminagoni, Ace7TheKid, and Silent Rampage. So some of those are actually people that show up quite a bit. So there you go. That's pretty cool. It's always it's always fun to see a bunch of people, like, in the chat are all, like, sub. Like, pretty much everybody's a sub right now. It's fucking cool. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much, Joker. I know you said no thanks needed, but I'm still going to thank you anyway because I really do appreciate it. It means a lot. And something I've been doing is I've been starting to do like update videos to um, Patreon, uh, the YouTube members, and I'm going to figure out how to do it with Twitch subs. I think I can do a Twitch subs by sending like an email or something like that. 
I don't know. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. But I'm going to bring back the whiskey videos. I'll probably shoot one tomorrow, maybe tonight. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a whiskey tasting with my girlfriend. She'll join me. Uh, I'm going to start doing beer reviews, stuff like that. It's just going to be extra content for the people that really do support me, that do believe in the dream of doing this full time, which would mean the world to me. Because, I mean, I've been making videos since I was a little kid and I've been on YouTube for about 12 years now. And I've been really starting to take it seriously the past three or four years now. So, yeah, lots of lots of cool stuff to come. I'm not going anywhere, but do expect there to be maybe less frequency in videos just because I will be editing them more and I will be putting a lot more time and effort into them. So it's going to take a lot more time. So... Please be patient with me, but I will be streaming a lot more now that I, 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 mean, I already had unlimited internet, but I now am hardwired in, so I'm getting a lot less frame drops. I can stream at a much higher resolution. I can stream at a higher frame rate, all those cool things. And uh, yeah, if there's any questions, I can do some questions at the end of this just to kind of uh, include some questions. Q&A at the end of the podcast. We've got It's... Me Asparagus. I'm going to call you Gus if that's cool. It's a very long name. But always checking you in on Black Friday season. So much love. Guessing you've seen the PS5 restocks and Best Buy just yesterday. I have indeed. And you should check out my other videos besides the Black Friday ones. But still, even if you just watch those, I'm glad you keep coming back. Thank you so much. My goal is to help you reach that goal of full time. Thank you, Vexra. I seriously appreciate that. Seriously. Are you still working outside of YouTube or did you quit your job? I'm still working full-time outside of YouTube. I could not do YouTube full-time. If I was doing YouTube full-time, I would not be living in a house. I would be living on the side of the street and I would be making videos for tips from people driving by. <laughs> I can't wait till Fanta becomes popular and then berates us for not subbing. No, I'll never, I'll never be doing that. Don't worry. I'm not that type of person. I'm still waiting on that AEW console game. I don't know what that is. Things are going to be great. You're doing amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'll be here to support you every step of the way. Well, thank you, Jay. I know you will be. And I, I seriously appreciate that because, I mean, that I know that should be like a base level thing for a partner, but it is shockingly rare in this day and age for your your partner to support you. Um, and I really do appreciate that, especially because it's a huge time commitment. So you can kind of put up with me and stuff. Any future hot tub streams? I will not be doing hot tub streams. No, I'm sorry. I don't even have a hot tub. <laughs> uh, any other questions? I don't think I covered every single thing I wanted to talk about, but that's kind of most of what I wanted to talk about. I know this was weird because it was a solo podcast, and for the people that were just watching and or slash listening to the podcast itself. It was a little bit weird because I was talking to chat as well. I'll kind of figure out how I want to do these live ones in the future. If I want to keep doing them, if you guys like it, let me know in the comments down below on here on YouTube on back to the futon. And then people in the chat can let me know if they like this kind of format. And I don't know how the audio listeners are going to let me know, but I guess just go to YouTube and leave a comment or something or message me on discord be like, Hey, I like that. Or, Please don't do that ever again. That was terrible. 
You are easily my favorite content creator. Well, thank you, Vextra. Seriously, that means a lot. Considering how many other people are out there making stuff, that means a lot. Like, <laughs> there are millions of other people you could be watching, and you chose to watch me. That means so much to me. And I've seen the Twitch guy, the good Jared, it's CGI Hank Hill playing video games. It's really cool. What the fuck? A CGI Hank Hill playing video games. That's amazing. You'll get a hot tub for them. There'll be... We'll get a hot tub for them. There'll be hot tub streams. Oh no. Oh no, Jay. Oh no. You should stream from the futon next time. So I don't actually have a futon anymore. I don't have that futon. It's still at Adam's. I'm gonna probably text him at some point to see if he still wants it. If not, I don't even know where I'd put it in my house. I think Steven might want it. So maybe I'll get the futon for his room. I don't know. We'll see what goes on with that. But right now, I'm futonless. The back to the futon has no futon. I know that's strange, but there you go. That's where we're at right now. No futon. Back to the futon is a lie. Right now, it is a lie. Back to the futon is a lie. And that's not even a crazy conspiracy theory. The futon is a lie. It's like the cake in Portal. But yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me. The people in the live chat, thank you for watching slash listening to the Back to the Futon. I hope to see you in the next episode. The next episode, I don't know what it's going to be about, who I'm going to be with in the video, if I'll live stream it. It'll all depend on your feedback. If you guys like these solo ones, I'll definitely keep doing them. But I'm, I don't want to do them only solo from now on because... Uh, my voice starts to go away, and I like to bounce off of other people, you know? It's fun to make jokes like that. They have ideas, they have topics they want to bring up, things like that. So, look forward to that in the future. And, uh, yeah. Does Eric still work for Amazon? Yes, he does. Anyway, have a fantastic day, everybody. Thanks for watching the stream. Thanks for watching the podcast. Thanks for listening. All the different things. My mouse is not working, so I can't stop it. There we go. Okay.